Let's begin. Hey, welcome, folks. This is J. This is JF the Third Eye Ortiz, and today this is episode five, featuring the por- the piercing police crew. Um, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fine. So, like, I want to talk to you about legalization that has been that has been going on for like the, the, the for like the past few days. Like, they're talking about the more act and stuff like that. So like, I just saw that you know, all the time like they're talking about, let's say that the state of the state of New Mexico and that we're all like surrounded by medical states, mm-hmm. including Mexico, because Mexico legalized it for like, like um, that the election day, right? So like, Texas is like in a circle. Right. So what do you think about that? Um, I think that Texas is super behind on getting re- getting it recreational. I feel like a bunch of residents that live in Texas would benefit from from having recreational, including like just taxes and using that taxes to like fix our our roads and our schools. Um, it kind of sucks because a bunch of people that I know actually took advantage of that where you can be a Texas resident and go over to New Mexico and get your medical card. Yeah. Um, I feel like really Texas is missing out and needs to step up their game. Well, yeah, that's true. Like, we are very behind, alright? And let me tell you, like, there's millions of people that they want the... Like, they want the... How you call it? They want the legalization to happen right now. But, like, you know, ever since the MORE Act started happening, um, it, like, they already took it out of the, of the, of the schedule. Like, it's no longer a Schedule 1 drug. It's decriminalized? Yeah, it's been decriminalized. But now, there's a technicality that the it's about the Senate. So, what do you think about the Senate? Um, are you referring, to my understanding, the Senate is, like, not allowing the bill to pass or something like that? Do you mind elaborating on what's going on? Well, let's just say that, like, ever since the more acts started happening, they say that it is up to the Senate, like, if they want it to be legal. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, well, I hear a lot of speculation that they're not going to allow that or not going to pass it. I feel like there's a lot of, like under like hidden lobbying going on or some type of some type of connection going on that is blocking that because why else would they not want to take advantage of that i mean besides them being like conservative quote unquote there's something else that's not allowing them so ultimately it's like just releasing that power and giving the power to the people so they can have their pot their medication yeah and then like let me let me tell you like this whole thing, like, like this whole this whole thing is like the reason why they don't want to legalize it and all that stuff because like pharmaceutical companies oh, and their businesses, yeah. So they don't want they don't want to legalize it because of that reason. Oh. But like the thing is, like, we're surrounded. Yeah. They need to do something. Mm-hmm. We can't be the yeah. last ones to be to be legalized because like it's like it's like saying like we're oh we're very slow so i do like i i do like and i am fighting for legalization by the way because i have talked to so many people from the normal group like let's say for example like 
Cold de Morris, he's like the the lead the main leader of the El Paso Normal. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you recognize him, but he he is also fighting for legal for legalization as well. So, in your opinion, how long do you think it's going to take for Texas to actually be legal, fully legal, recreational? Uh, oh man. Honestly, with all these conservatives and Republicans, like that's a that's gonna be a tough one. We might be one of the last states, in my opinion. Like, I think we're gonna be one of the last ones. Yeah, but like to me, like illegal or not, like the weed is not gonna go away. Oh no! Way. Because like the thing is, we're in a circle, mm-hmm. and for what I read, like. Texas is like five million dollars in, in in black market, and what do I think about that? That's not good. That's bad because like, what you're what you're because what they're doing is it's like they're 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 letting criminals such as cartels to go in. All right, so you're letting all these dangerous people like te- like terrorize all like all the innocent people, and. I and I say that you see this is why we need to legalize. Right. Cuz we don't because we can't allow this to happen. Cuz like I think that this is this is just putting the people in danger. For not legalizing, you're putting everybody in danger. Right. Yeah. So I say that I I say I say this because like I've seen that I've seen like a couple of news that are, that there's like pe- that people are getting arrested because like they're carrying bricks, pounds of of weed and stuff like that. And I always say, you see, this is why we need legalization. We can't we we can't just be doing this. And what's the actual crime, honestly, of smoking? Like, I understand the violence behind the cartel and the actually smuggling, but once it's legal, everyone will be able to just go to the corner store, go to the store and get it. Which, like, what's the big problem, honestly? Oh, uh, I, I and that that's a really good question. Like, honestly, I don't see any problem with it because, like, you know, it's just people wanting medicine. And they, these people, they, they're fighting for this medicine. Because, like, nobody agrees with this, like, pills and all that stuff, like, anymore. Because, like... Yeah, they're, aware, they're aware of the dangers of the pharmaceutical, of the pills. They're, like, prescribing people Xanax and practically heroin. And yeah. that's, like, way worse than me. Yeah, let me tell you something. Like, about Xanax and all that stuff, yeah, and, like, it's addicting. Honestly, it's well, addicting yeah. because like, they want and, you to come back for more. yeah, like, and I've seen that happening a lot of times. And not only that, like, also when it, like doctors, like they pres, like I've seen doctors like they're prescribing opioids, mm-hmm. and I don't, uh, and I, and let me tell you, I don't like opioids at all, cause like you know a long time ago, like I mean two years ago when I got into like some kind of work accident, they pre, they told me like you had to take this pill. And I read what kind of medication is it. So like the thing is, I they they told me to take one pill, and I'm like, you know what, um, uh, you know what, forget this, and I just threw the pill in the toilet because like I don't want that. Yeah. And then oftentimes those type of medications actually make you feel worse or create more medical issues. Which who does that benefit? A big farm and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just like a vicious cycle that they have us in, and 
honestly, like, legalizing weed is the only way for us to get out of that. Yeah, and that's true. Because, like, look, I've seen, like, you know, many effects, like, you know, from, like, pills such as Valium, Xanax, and uh, what else do they have? Oh, uh, yeah, code, codeine. Yeah, I was like, all that stuff. And then let me tell you, like, you know how, like, you know, codeine and all that stuff? Yeah, some people, like, they use it to drink lean. And, like, you know, like, I used to drink lean a long time ago. Because, like, first of all, I didn't know that was opioid until a few months later I started researching. And I was like, uh, so it was like, it's, it's, it's opioid. And then, you know, like, when I read, when I heard about the rapper Trippy Red, they, he talked, he said that, oh, drinking lean, it's like drinking, it's like drinking liquid heroin. Mm-hmm. And, and it's true, like, it has, like, it's an addiction. Yeah. And many people have suffered because of that addiction. Mm-hmm. And then, like, of course, like, you can look at different type of statistics, but a lot of those people actually die from doing those type of drugs. Yeah. Or become super sick or super reliant off of it, as opposed to, like, weed, which... Like, honestly, what, what's the worst that you can happen is, like, you can just fall asleep. Yeah, like... Or get hungry. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, honestly, um, let me tell you a little story. What's up? I had a... So, th- there's this man that he used to be... He used to... He used to be a bodybuilder. But, like, a very... But, like, long time ago, he used to be, like, a professional athlete. And, uh... And he used to like, and he used to, he was an airline professional. So what he what he has told me that a lot of doctors like prescribe him like a lot of crazy pills. Like they prescribe him like benzodiazepines. Like they they prescribe him like Valium and a lot of opiate opiate crap. And then he said that he used to have one, a, a really good friend like a long time ago, and his friend was like a wrestler. Okay. And um, he said that he because of his friend like taking way too many pills and all that stuff, like he kills himself. Yeah. Because of because of the pills, mm-hmm. and the type of pills that he was taking uh, was Valium. And I read. The, the side effects that you, that that Valium has, like it does make you it ma- it does make you suicidal. Yes, because of taking because you have to take it and take it, and that was that was because like doctors would tell him to take this this type of amount. Kind of makes you sketchy about doctors and like medical care all in general. Like, are they in the business of making you feel better, or are they in the business of selling you drugs, like actual hardcore drugs? Well, that is true. They don't. They, they. It, it doesn't seem like they they're prescribing you with any natural drugs. Like they're prescribing you like very terrible drugs, like opioids. Those are the worst things you can ever take. I mean, it comes from a plant called opium and stuff like that. But the part, but the problem is like they put like way too many chemicals like they put in the lavatories and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I'm, like, super big on natural healing and herbal healing and stuff like that. So every time that I get sick now, I try to find some type of natural remedy, like a tea. Yeah. CBD has been helping me a bunch. Luckily, it's um, legal in Texas. But that's just, like, a baby step. Like, they can identify that CBD is something beneficial, but 
like THC is still Sigma and it's ultimately the same plant. So Yeah, like hemp and hemp and hemp and weed, they're like they're they're the same thing. But the the thing is that hemp doesn't make you high. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean I mean come on, like that sucks though. I mean let me tell you, I love smoking C B D and all, but like everybody prefers to do the fun stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Oh, I had a point, but I like completely lost it to tell you the truth. Uh, I, I saw it's all right. It's all right. But like you know, another thing that is also helping the the community is also it's also psychedelics. Cause like you know, on election day, they talk about they they talk about legalizing shrooms and psychedelics in general. I mean. On some states they legalized it, some states they decriminalized it. So like, let's say like if you go to the state of Oregon, like they, they, psilocybin is now legal. And it's like, and it is like, they, the research says that it's stated to help with depression and anxiety. And that's actually what I was gonna, that's, that reminded me. Um, it's like a control of our consciousness. It's like they don't want us to experience something that's greater than what we can, like, are able to see right now. So I feel like, in a way, they're actually just suppressing our minds. And they don't own our consciousness. They don't own our train of thoughts. So I feel like it's a form of control that the, these type of drugs are illegal. Yeah. Um, I definitely am pro legalize anything honestly yeah like it's up to you to decide what you want to put into your body or not no government system should tell you otherwise yeah that's true i mean what i i I care what i put in my body but like the thing is i i i guys i smoke weed i do shrooms and i do acid because like like the thing is like i consider psychedelics like medicinal too I consider psychedelics like medicinal too because like like it's it, it's medicine for the broken mind. Yeah, definitely. Because like for people that are suffering depression and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it helps a lot. Yeah. And what you're going through, like it helps a lot. On my personal experience, I have had a really good time with shrooms and and experiencing like just like another train of thought. One moment. One moment. Yeah. I uh, just. All right, just give us a moment for a second. Hmm. Sorry about that. It's all good. Brief intermission. So, um, but yes, what, what would you, where were we? So we were talking about shrooms and yeah. our experience. Yeah, honestly, mushrooms should not be illegal. Yeah. Um, I feel like, of course, that's also from the earth. How can you decriminal or criminalize something that is natural, like actually natural? Yeah. Something that actually sprouts from the ground. And honestly, I feel like that is meant for us to take because it's there for us. It's not like something that was created in the lab, something that was like processed or synthesized. So I'm like totally for legalizing that. Yeah, that's true. Cause like honestly. I do agree for psilocybin mushrooms and stuff like that, like, to be legal. Because, like, that is something that is not made from, that is not made from, 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 from a human's, from humanity and stuff like that. Okay, hold on.
Yeah, sorry about that. Give this a second again. Yeah, I understand. So, like I was saying, that like it is something that is made from the ground, made from the from this planet. Of the earth. Of the earth. That's true. I mean, and then um, you, you have you done acid before? I have experience with acid, and I personally like it. I feel like with that one, you have to be. I feel like you have to be in the right state of mind to enjoy it because you can have a bad trip. But for the most part, I feel like acid is overall beneficial for your brain and your outlook on life. Yeah, that's true. Cause like honestly, I the thing is like I never had any bad trips when I was on acid. Cause like the thing is, it's also it's also good, right? Yeah. So it's so like the thing is like with with it, like it has helped me a lot. Yeah. So like. It has helped me a lot on understanding, and on because of it, like I, I, like I talk about a lot of our philosophy and stuff. It helps you like understand life differently. I think it's something we. I think, okay, no, I don't know for sure. I think it's because something of it kind of like changes the neurons in your brain, which allows you to think differently. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too sure if that's true. That's just what I've heard. Well, yeah, that's also true. I mean, acid should be legal too. That's what I think. I mean, is there? Cause like they say that, like, they say one, like someday in the future, they're gonna replace, they're, they're gonna replace like um, morphine with 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 acid. Because like acid, it kind of feels like you don't feel pain at all. Tingling? Yeah, it feels tingling. You don't feel pain. That's how I feel as well. Do you think it has something to do with your endorphins or serotonin? Like, does it have anything to do with that, that you feel tingly? Well, like, well, when I'm on it, like, it makes me feel happy. Like, I feel, like, happiness and all that bliss. stuff. I would say bliss. bliss yeah, bliss. Yeah, bliss is the word. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, um, did I say that, uh, yeah, like, I think it should be legal. And um, but like the thing is, like I I started taking it like a little bit spiritually, cause like let's say that I practice Buddhism, right? And then when I'm on psychedelics, like I do, like I like I practice Bo- like Buddhism, and then I start meditating. And um, sometimes like I've been watching like Midnight Gospel when I'm on when I'm on psychedelics. You ever heard of Midnight Gospel? I am absolutely in love with Duncan Trussell. I originally found out about him on the Joe Rogan Experience, and then I started listening to the Family Hour, and he is honestly um, one of my favorites. Yeah, let me tell you, Duncan Trussell is the reason why I became why I made a podcast. Really? Because like the thing is, like I I heard his Duncan Trussell Family Hour, mm-hmm. and then Midnight Gospel. Mm-hmm. And like he 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 became my inspiration for me to become a, a, a speaker, and I you know and I it's really good that I get to educate everyone uh, about about what is this and that because like we just want people to know like the truth and what it and what it is. Right. Yeah, I also agree. Um... Like, I do love Duncan Trussell, and he also, like, inspired me to make a podcast. I have a few videos on YouTube, but I never, like, 
yeah. like continued, I guess, because of the pandemic. I kind of got lazy. Yeah. But he's a badass. I really recommend his show, The Midnight Gospel. It's on Netflix. It's super cool, super trippy. Honestly, I cried on the episode of his mom. Oh, yeah. That episode of his mom when he was like, yeah, that episode of his mom. When I was, that time I was tripping on, I was tripping on acid, right? So like when and then then that part like I started crying. Me too. Cause I was like, tripping, but I was crying. like 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 it felt because like I cried like I was like I was on tears, but then I was like crying with tears of joy. Because mm-hmm. that that right there like show me some emotional connections stuff like that. Well, first episode, first episode made me laugh. Yeah, I can't remember which one the first one was. Well, the first one they talk about like. Like first one, they they talk about like reality, mm-hmm. like they, they and that's why that's that's kind of like similar to what I'm talking about, because they also talk about like they also talk about like legalization of weed, like why is like why is it still legal? And they're talking about like oh like they they still need more research and stuff like that. Is that the one where he goes with the president, like he meets the president or something like that? Yeah, like the the little president. Yeah, little president. That's Doctor Drew Pinsky. He's a really good one as well. That's a good one. Yeah, like he plays as little president. Cool. Yeah, that show was super badass. Yeah. It's the guy. It's the the artist of Adventure Time. Yeah, like Pendleton Ward, the creator of, of Adventure Time, because like I heard that he was trying to get in touch with Duncan Trussell, and he was uh, and and then he was interested of the comedian, right? So he said that he said that like he that he was that he was on it that he wants to work with Pendleton Ward. Yeah. Like, let me ask you, have you have you watched Adventure Time before? Yeah, I, I would watch Adventure Time here and there, but I never watched it, like, religiously. But I do give it a thumbs up, too. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up, too. Because, like, yeah, like, I, when I watched Adventure Time, it was, like, really, it, it was a really good show. Right. I mean, it's, like, it's very, it's kind of trippy, but, like, it's, like, more, it's more, Child it's more, like, more child trippy and, like, yeah. related. But like midnight gospel is for it's more for adults. Adult trippy. Yeah, adult trippy. No, I feel it. I like that show. I hope more people do shows like that, or I hope people listen to it and kind of like think differently, or are more willing to like look at different things. Like yeah. Explore. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, like I say that. So yeah, that is that that was my inspiration, and um, I heard about Duncan Trussell that when he took like, I think it was like my psychedelic trip, something like that, like some kind of show, and they talked about the uh, he wants the that he was on ketamine. He so he said so when he was having on his ketamine trip, it felt like. It felt like he was like having some kind, like it felt like he was on acid, but it was like heavier, like because like it, because it's like it's a dissociative. Yeah. Yeah, like ketamine is like a dissociative, just like salvia. Mm-hmm. Well, and then yeah, I don't, I I don't know. Salvia is very scary to try. I have never tried it, and I don't think that's one that I would try. Every time I see videos, I'm just like, what? They're tripping. I don't know if you've seen a show called uh, Hamilton's Pharmaceuticopia. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but I, w- I want to check it out. Yeah. I don't know. 
after that, I was just like, oh, I don't think I'll try that one. I mean, salvia is natural, mm-hmm. but like, it's just, it's just too intense. Cause like one time I had a friend of mine that he, he did a blunt, like he did a salvia blunt. He smoked it and he told me that, he told me that he he felt like he was dead. He said that he was hallucinating, but the hallucination was very, very, very powerful. Yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty cool, but I don't know. At the same time, it just like doesn't sound like the way I want to go. Yeah, I mean, DMT was is the way. Yeah, I I had DMT before, like. But like, the thing is, I only had like a half experience of the DMT because like the thing is, like I, I didn't have any any equipment for it. So what I did is that I put it on a joint, smoked it along with the weed, and then like it was a 15 minute trip. But like I started seeing, I started seeing like a lot of colors flowing around, and I saw like things like almost like moving in circle. And then I, when I was in the, when I was in, when I was showering, I started hearing voices in my head for for some reason. I look in the mirror and my eyes were so big. Tripping. Yeah, I was tripping. But like, it's crazy because I did it on, I did it on a joint, but I didn't see much. Yeah. They told me that, they, they told me to get a full experience. I either had to smoke it on a meth pipe, or I had to, or I had to smoke it on a dab rig. So they say that the dab, I, I don't I don't have a dab rig, but I, if I do like I would try I would try DMT in there. In the, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's the best way to do it, honestly. I actually have an appointment right now, so I have okay. to go to that. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. My name is Lizard Princess. If you're interested in looking at our shop, you can follow us at Shop Nine One Five. Or you can reach out to me at Lizard Princess for more information. Stay trippy, y'all. Alright, right, thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. Hey, what's up? This is JF Ortiz from the Third Eye Planet Talk Show here on episode 6. I'm sorry that it had to be a long time that I recorded an episode it has been from December 2020 that I made episode 5 with the shop 19915 or you can say Pearson Paulus. Oh yeah, before that like let me tell you Pearson Paulus already moved to to out to the outlet mall in Canutillo. So like it's not in Sunland Park anymore. So if you want to go to Pearson Palace, it's going to be on Canutillo. All right. So this is episode six. I have a, I have a special guest. Your name? My name is Chris. All right, man. This is Chris, Chris Cruz. So like, what's your soft, what's your subject? Um, I don't know. We're just talking in the car. What do you want to talk about? Alright, so like we talked about like a little bit in the about religion. the Well, we talked about religion, midnight gospel and all that stuff. Well, what specifically do you want to go over? 
Well, we're talking about a lot of shit, but yeah, honestly, yeah, we should have started recording like an hour ago. But I mean, it's all good. But like, I was thinking about, you know, let's talk about midnight gospel at first. So like, you guys kind of explain. You kind of told me about like. The Damien Echoes book and all that stuff, so right? Want, all right, let's just talk about him. Because, like, uh-huh. dude, like, I don't know. Okay, well, you tell me what you thought about that episode. I mean, like, what I thought about that episode, like, the thing is, like, with Damien Echoes, like, like, he was telling his stories when, like, when he was in prison, right? Uh-huh. So, like, when he was in prison, like, he talked about when... He talked about when, like, all the all the magical practices that he did when he was in prison. Yeah, so I've been reading his book about when he was in prison called Life After Death. And yeah. Like, dude, it's crazy. Like, yeah, he had such a bad time. He was getting beat up. Like, dude, prison is such an insane environment. And, uh, I mean, yeah, he basically just started meditating. He had a Buddhist teacher for a while, but... Um, he also got into magic and, like, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Uh, you know, all that reading and stuff. I mean, what I heard about, like, you know, the, about the Golden Dawn and all that stuff. So, like, about the Golden Dawn, like, I heard, like, that was, like, an ancient, that was, like, an ancient cult, right? I mean, it's and not then, ancient. It's from, like, the 1800s. I think yeah. it was based more in, I'm not exactly sure. I've been reading a little bit, but, like, I think it was based... It was in North America in the U.S., but it yeah. started out in London. Um, yeah. And there's a whole list of people who were in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just about following these practices that... It was sort of a combination of, like... like Part of it was, like, Egyptian gods. Part of it was uh, Judaism. And part of it was, like, uh, Gnosticism. Like, a Braxis. I mean... You know, yeah, <laughs> I like... About like, the thing is, like, I've heard about Braxis and all... I mean, like, what I've heard about, like, Abraxas and all, it's, like, it's something that the church doesn't like to talk about. Because, like, the church wants to keep the ideology the same, but they don't want to tell that per- the uh, people about Abraxas. Well, I mean, the Abraxas is, like, all of us. Like, Abraxas is, like, representing animal, human race, I- and everything you know and um when well, i was I like think, well, it's just you know the mainstream religions and stuff they uh-huh. just anything that's not their own they kind of say it doesn't have merit because when they started out thousands of years ago or 1500 for if you like islam was in the year 600 but like yeah it's because at that time like you know they were trying to get as many people as they could to join them and so yeah, that's more what it was about, getting people back then. So I don't, like, yeah, every, every obviously, like, each religion thinks they have their own, uh, like, path or whatever. Like, everyone thinks they have the right idea. And then the Golden Dawn was about combining different aspects of different, like, you know, there's this book called The Kybalion about philosophy and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I read that a couple years ago, and also Taoist philosophy from China. Yeah. Um, I had to read two of those books for one of my classes, and, like, when you combine, like, they're very similar, and, like, yeah. so they kind of combine them into, like, one sort of philosophy. Yeah. Like, 
honestly, like, based on, like, all the philosophy and all that stuff, like, I have read, like, different philosophy. Like, I have, like, this book called Philosophy 101, right? Uh-huh. So, like, they talk about Christian, Christian philosophy. So, like, this tells me is that there's like philosophy in so many areas so there's also like philosophy when it comes to religion so yeah thing is like you were right um honestly not all christians or satan or satan is all bad all right it's just like it's based on what they what what they believe and what is their wrong idea and all that but like the thing is, there is a truth about it. All right, like I, I might not, I may not believe it at all. I don't believe it. But like, thing is, like, it's based on uh, on what they believe. Like you don't know. Like yeah, so I, I think I really think a lot of the Christian practices are yeah, like you know, church sermons and all that stuff. Yeah, I think it's sort of like. A misinterpretation of, uh, you know, actual, like in Damien Eccles' books, High Magic and Angels and Archangels, he talks about how, you know, when you do prayer or I guess meditation in a certain way that causes, he talks about how, I mean, this is his idea, of course, but it's yeah. like how the energy, like, you're basically cycling out your bad energy for good energy or like, like yeah. pure. And so, I think for a lot of people, um, like, you know, going to prayer and church, that's sort of like their meditation. And so even though it's a mis- misinterpretation of the actual practices that cause you to, uh, you know, um, I mean, the actual like beneficial stuff, yeah. it still helps people out. Well, the thing is, like, talking about, like, ancient Egyptians and all that. Like, they meant the, like, I've heard, like, Christianity and ancient Egyptians, like, they kind of like the match of the same history and all that. But, like, their beliefs is different. Well, but, like, yeah, and it's because I think Judaism, you know, the story about the, um, the Jewish slaves and, like, I don't, look, here's the thing, like, I don't know if that's 100% historically accurate, but... You know, people are saying now that the pyramids weren't built by slaves, um, but like, like, you know, they sort of started in the same place, like sort of in the Middle East and like Egypt, you know, that near Mesopotamia, near the first civilizations like Assyria and like Sumeria and all that stuff. And right in the Indus Valley, like, you know, it all kind of spread out from there. And then from there, it kind of went to ancient Greece and then... From there, it went to it went to Rome, which was in Italy, and then it kind of just spread into like Europe. Okay, well, thing is like, like yeah, like all that stuff, like like you just said about that, like it is true and all. But like, one thing I believe and all that, like there's like, there's like everything is like in different stories, you know. Yeah, but you know what's funny is that uh-huh. a lot of different religions have, like, you know, everyone has, like, not a flood story, but, like, a story of the apocalypse. Or a yeah. story of, 
not the rapture, but like sort of like a second coming, you know, there's a lot of these same repeating motifs and storytelling patterns. I took a course this semester about, um, it was called ancient cultures and it was Uh about, I had to read like those long fucking books, like the Iliad, the Odyssey and like, dude, it's crazy when you examine the way the ancient Greek writers, like, like 500 BC, it's because they were telling stories in order to influence people to be better people. Like, they're simplistic stories, but uh-huh. they're about, like, you know, it's sort of like you have your fate and you can't change it, but you can still do stuff in your normal life to improve it. And, like, it's all about not succumbing to, like, pride and all that stuff. I mean, the thing is, like, that's, like, you know, that's, like, Greek mythology and all that stuff. Like, the thing is, like, like Christianity, like, they, they, they talk about, like, that it, it is the only God and all. But, like... When when it comes to Greek mythology and Egyptian mythology, there's a pa- yeah, there's more they, than one. Yeah, they talk about, about the same thing. yeah. Here's the thing: even though there's more than one, yeah. Yeah, my throat's so dry. Hold up. Yeah, it's all good. Even though they say that there's more than one, the way they talk about it, it's almost like. You know, for example, in the Iliad, it's, like, all the gods, like, if the, there's a war happening, yeah, and then the gods will sometimes go in and they'll be like, I'm gonna put my power behind this hero, and then he's gonna, you know, win this battle, and it's gonna turn the tide of the war. So it's like, yeah. if the gods want something to happen, it happens. So it's like, in that same way, Christianity surrendered themselves to one god, the ancient Greeks, even though there's multiple gods, they still, still kind of, like surrender themselves like you don't have control over it at that point. i mean like the thing is talking about gods and all that stuff there's like more gods like more than greek greek mythology and christianity like, like you know in like you know let's say yeah. in in japan you like know, they believe in shinto and all that yeah. stuff and then like in mexico the the Aztec. Dude, yeah i took a course about pre-columbian art i could talk about that too but um and also bro in, 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 in peru there's hunt there's I'm I'm not sure if this is entirely correct, but I think there's like thousands of gods. I mean, like well, I I heard of two gods in 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 Hinduism. Like yeah, it's Shiva, it's Shiva, Krishna, and all. fuck, yeah, I don't like, know. Um, have you read the story of uh, uh, um, uh huh? I can't remember. Oh my god. No, this is ass. I can't remember. Um, maybe if I remember later, I'll say it. But it's like, it's uh-huh. a story about like this hero. Uh, yeah. Is it Gilgamesh? I think it might be Gilgamesh. Um, where like, and I don't even remember the story entirely, but it's basically a Hindu story about yeah, like a sa- not a savior, but like a hero, and he fights back like against. I don't even remember, but like it's about a hero's story, and yeah. in Greek mythology, there's a lot of like the hit the hero's journey. I mean, like, like in, in religion, like I don't see any hero journeys or anything. Like well, I'm just seeing like there's a lot any of like yeah David and Goliath. The what? David and Goliath. Oh, the story of date like. The little guy taking out the giant, like, you know, the story of Goliath, he was, like, super big. Like, he was supposed, like, in the Bible, they say he was a giant. Yeah. And so he was probably, like, like, you know, 14 feet tall, and then little David took him out with a slingshot. And so it's kind of like, in that story, it's almost like, yeah, it's a little guy versus the big guy, and it's sort of like, 
uh, innovation and like you know being smart versus just brute strength and there's a lot of stories about that like aristotle's uh, yeah. fables oh yeah like aristotle yeah like you know aristotle he's like like i've read about him in philosophy 101 yeah 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 i i read a lot of his stuff a long time ago when i was like still in middle school and like yeah a lot of the stories are kind of like brain against brawn or just like teachings and stuff. I mean, like most of like almost like almost every religion, there's like there's like a god, like they they worship and all that. I mean, I can name a couple of gods in Egypt. Like I can name a couple. Let me let me see: Anubis, Osiris, Tough. Um, let's see. I don't think. Um, it was like, no, like a pharaoh, like, I think, I think Ra, Osiris, Anubis, Anubis, and then there was another one, it was like, there was, it was tough too, and, um, dude, oh, dude, the thing is like, when I, like, I've read about like, in their wars and everything, but then, there's like gods and all that stuff, but like when I read about Buddhism and all that stuff, like, like Buddha Siddhartha Gautama, he is the part of the he is the reason of this religion. Yeah, but the but thing is, you say that in a way he almost becomes like a god because it's a figure who you're you're elevating to be someone to like replicate and like. But like, here's the thing. Like there was a story when Siddhartha has like the powers and all the, and like when he was meditating and all that stuff, the man will ask, um, the man will ask, "Are you a god?" Siddhartha said no, and he will ask him, "Are you like a magician?" Siddhartha says no. The man says, "Then what are you?" He says. I am Budo. So Siddhartha, even though he gave his teachings into these religions, Siddhartha's plan was to teach religion in this type of religion. Okay, but, but like the thing is, like I he never considered himself as a god, not at all. Okay, but first of all, since it happened so long ago, it's the same yeah. thing with Jesus. For one, like, full, like you don't even know if that person was real. Like, yeah. You don't even know if Jesus was real. There's a theory now that Jesus was invented by some uh, zealots in, like, 60 AD as a story to get people to rally to their cause. But, like, dude, like, we don't even know if Buddha was a real person. And if he was, it, uh, it doesn't matter if he says he's not a god. Jesus, uh, like, there's a lot of stories about the same thing where he doesn't say he's anyone special. But it's that the people that follow them think that they're special and elevate them to be something more than they are. I mean, it's what I've heard before, like, you know, it's like they say too many too many religions, like, let's say too much music, too much sounds. Alright? So like let's say on the music part, it's like they're telling you what is what is going on, like what to believe in all that. But then you're hearing so you're hearing from all these parts of their story 
and um, you don't know like which one, which one to believe. Like you don't know which one to believe with. Well, here's the thing. The thing is, is like they all kind of. I was reading. I saw this book in the library. I didn't buy it. I should have bought it. But it was about the Dalai. You know who the Dalai Lama is? Uh yeah, I heard well, about he the Dalai Lama. At the at the heart of every religion is love, and so they all kind of follow certain teachings that are the same. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like they all kind of had their their like the same repeating motifs they're all about trying to teach people to do a better version of themselves and not treat people harshly but some people take it too far and that's when you get extremist groups. yeah like that's the thing like when it comes to christianity at all like they take things too far well, it's and not then, just Christianity, though. Every yeah, I mean, it's not Christianity, that's true. It's not just Christianity. Even if you don't believe in Christianity and you're that type of a horrible parent, yeah, you're still that type of character that you are right now. So, it is what it is. So, like... Well, what do you mean? Like, let's say, for example, there is a mother that doesn't give a shit about his child. But, like, doesn't... Uh, depending on the person... Oh, she believes or she doesn't believe in any religion, whatever, but treats her child like a treats her child like crap and all that, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like that's been happening a lot, bro. And well, it, but it like that happens, I'm sure that happens to people who are all religions, so I mean, it's a, just unfortunate. That's sort of a human thing, it's not a religion thing, it's a you know, unfortunately, every group of people has people who are bad. Like you said, bad apples earlier. Like yeah, they, they like just... there, there is people like there's called bad apples. Like they say that oh, I'm religious and everything, but at the same time, I don't give a shit. So that's well, just telling like, me that like that's just telling me like like you're not taking this seriously you're just saying that out of your mouth and then just making what people to believe in you but like some people well, they don't believe on what you're saying I think a lot of the times sorry I, I wasn't fully paying attention to the last like sentence you said but like yeah I think a lot of the times people will pick out like uh-huh you know one of those bad people or one of those bad apples out of each like, they'll pick it out of a certain population group and say, well, this means that all the people who are this group are bad. Like, let's say people pick it, they pick one black person who committed a bad crime and they say all black people are bad. Or they pick, you know, it's the same thing like we were talking about earlier. They took pick one racist cop and they say all cops are bad, but it's, like, most cops are good. Like, most black people... I, I mean, the here's the thing, or, like, like, when it... When it comes to cops and all that stuff, that was like a bad analogy because black people's a like a race and cops is a job, but like it happens to other races too, or for Asian people or white people. I mean, know, the they thing... pick out one racist person and they say like all oh, white people are racist and stuff, but that's not true either. Or they pick one Asian person and they say, oh, you know, all all Asian people are like, you know, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what people say about Asian people a lot, but like a lot of people still have racism against Asian people. I mean, let me tell you, let me tell you one little thing. I have met 
a couple of officers that they are nice. They're not bad and all that stuff. But, like, the thing is, like, how the media is and all that stuff. Yeah, you know what? There can be cops that they take it too far and all that stuff. But, like, that's the thing. Um, It is depending on who are who they train the cops to be there. Because, like, dude, the thing is, like... Like, I understand, like, cops are doing a bad job with the racism and all that stuff. But, like, I, but at the same time, I don't agree with defunding them. Because, like, look, the thing is, yeah. if, if defunding them, it's just going to make things worse. We're yeah. going to be, we're going to be in danger. But, like, the thing is, like, with the police actions, like, police brutality, at the same time, they're acting bad. But the people who are against them, that's not helping either because you're, you, you like, that's yeah. not helping at all. Like, you're just, like, hating cops and all that stuff. But, like, with with that kind of attitude and the, that kind of action that you're, t- like, with that kind of mis- decision-making... Mm-hmm. It's just telling me that you're just making things worse. You're not helping. You're yeah. not making things better. You're just making things a lot worse. Like, it's just not helping. Like, protesting, rioting, and all that stuff. And, like, beating up people for no reason because, like, you think everybody is against you. That's not really yeah. helping at all. Like, so, like, it's just it's not, it's not helping. It's, yeah. It's not just not helping. It's doing the opposite because... What happens is if people have if people have a reasonable idea when people start taking it too far, yeah. anyone who might agree with them is not starting to turn against them. And so it's like yeah, like, you know, the whole thing about cops, like, dude, last year was crazy. Like and here's the thing, like, there was a Vox article, people can go look it up, like I don't know the exact name, but I mean, yeah, there was a study that went out that's solid data and it said like they examined like BLM protests and then the amount of people who were killed and like it reduced the cop deaths, but then like a lot of homicides went up by like even more. And so it's like, yeah, I understand. We have to, I think the problem is the police training because they're training like, you know, they're, they're training for like, I guess people call it like militarized. I don't think that's the right word, but that's what like one of my professors said, like, you know, they're training that the criminals can be armed at any moment, and so they operate under that idea that at any moment a cop, a criminal could pull out a gun and shoot them. And so it's like, you know, like today when I when I was driving to drive to Fort Bliss, like that cop that was like talking to me, like a lot of it's. I think it's mostly the old ones. Like I've never, I've met a few, I've met quite a few cops. Well, I mean, not quite a few, just a few, but like like whenever it's one of them that's older than like 55 like yeah they could be assholes but when they're younger like they're they're nice guys they're not like i don't know like i think it's about the police training and i think that because even when you look at it like when it's black cops they're the ones who are killing like not killing black people but like it's black cops policing black areas and then there's white cops policing white areas I mean, the thing is, like, you know, like, black, like, black cops and younger cops, like, let me tell you, let me tell you this, like, when it comes to, like, like, police officers, like, there, there's, not all police officers are, not all police officers are close-minded, 
it's because of like and yeah the, here's the thing like yeah if i heard it like there's i don't know if it's a saying or whatever but like you know let's say you have one bad cop but the other good cops they don't uh you know they don't report his bad actions and stuff then it's yeah like they're kind of being complicit so it's like yeah if 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 this, if that movement is causing the good cops to rat out the bad ones, then that's a good. But it, you shouldn't be saying it like you know a lot of people are saying like all cops are bad. Like oh my god. I mean the only person that made cops that made the 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 only person that made the cops have a bad name was Derek Chauvin. Because like that's it. Let me tell you something. That's not the like, only person though. I mean he's not the only person, but let me tell you this. Like Derek Chauvin, um, he 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 was a Trump supporter, and of course, and then he was like, uh, and then he was uh, he was <laughs> also raised. Anything to do with it? I have black, not I don't have I, like. There's black people who are Trump supporters, and like I have Mexican friends who are Trump supporters. Okay, yeah, but the Mexican Trump supporters and all that stuff. Like, I mean, like. I mean, like, the thing <laughs> is, like, with the Mexican Trump supporters okay, and all, before, okay, I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say anything dumb, but, like, let me tell you this. But the, the thing is, like, it is good that these, that these Mexicans, like, they're happy and proud to live in America, like, because they're giving them, uh, because it is, like, an opportunity. Okay, but you know, that, they're it's living. not just that, though. Yeah. People always say that it's just they're proud to be American. I don't think it's just that. It's, like... <sighs> Like, I don't know, people get so upset any time people talk about this, but, like, that you have to look at the positive and negatives of, like, both sides. And, like, yeah. for a lot of the people that come here who are immigrants who have jobs, like, maybe, like, you know, uh, like, commodities, I guess, you know, like, farming, labor, mining, stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of that stuff Trump was good for. And so, from like, it's their livelihood that's at stake. I mean, know? with with Trump and all, like, you know, the Republican Party because of Trump, they supported everything about him. So, like, they supported about well, like, the immigration, that's the like, problem yeah. With modern politics now in the U.S. I don't know when it started, but it's like, every, I mean, you know, even fifty years ago, it wasn't even. I mean, maybe not fifty years. ago. I think it all started with fucking Nixon and all that shit. Yeah, the thing Nixon is, like, with the Nixon and all that stuff, but like, people were still blind about it. People were still yeah, continue here's, believing here's in the, the politics, thing, like, and then yeah, it's because I think what happened is. I watched a lot of documentaries about the 50s, and dude, yeah. like, the 50s was, like, the golden age, like, it was, like, a time of innovation, and, like, all these people were living in, like, such new wealth, and in the 60s, when the civil rights happened, you know, it, it was like society kept moving up and up, and then yeah. in the 70s, deep stuff started to get a little more corrupt, and then, Yeah, that's true. But here's the thing, like... There's two problems, right? It's the people who are blindly accepting what the people in charge say, obviously. Yes. And then the second problem, though, is that people... It's like, I think ever since then, you know, when punk rock started coming out, like, people have this idea of, like, they're just in a constant state of, like, rebellion, and they will never accept... Even when it's the truth that someone in charge is saying, they won't accept it because that person is in charge. And so... People have taken that, like, way too far, and they start thinking that everything's wrong. It's kind of like with weed, you know? I mean, let me ask you, but wait, 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 but are you talking about, like, people that they listen to music and they think that the, 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 the ideology, like, what they think about music and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, 
it's because like listen like imagine this like you know that mu- that music started coming out such a long time ago yes that the people who were teenagers who were like you know vibing out to it they were rocking to it like that was their music you know they started playing that stuff for us when we were like babies and kids yeah and stuff. that's like true. we would play our music for kids like yeah and so from a young age like people start getting these ideas in their head and it's, you know, music is music. Like, it's, like, one of the best things in the world. It makes people feel, like, emotions Yeah, I, music so is good and all that. It's much easier to get behind a song and its meaning than it is to actually read stuff and uh, have an understanding for the situation. And so people, like, I don't know, like, you just kind of get, like, some people, their view of the world is just so twisted. Like, they think even things are, are good are bad and, like... It just comes from a state of, like, they don't want to accept any of the truth, I guess, in a way. Like, they kind of perceive everything that, like, you know, there's some people who are never happy with whatever happens in government. Like, they yeah. just keep, like... I mean, like, the thing is, like, like... Twitter, bro. Twitter's insane. I mean, the thing is, like, I'm not happy with any... I'm not happy about... No, and same, About the government no, and everything, because, like... I don't think about it all the time. Yeah, the thing is, like, you know what, like, I'm not happy about the government, because, like, the government, like, they, the government is a liar, the government doesn't do anything for the people, but, like, the thing is about the government, like, you know, what are we gonna do, like, are we gonna do something about it? No, not really, because, like, honestly, we can't control it, so, like, like, yeah. You know, I think it's not necessarily the government as a whole, because I I know there's a lot of good people in there, but I think it's there's certain groups and factions within the government. Like, let's say, I think in the CIA, like, you know, a lot of the guys in the CIA are sure are good guys, but there's certain people who the power just goes to their head. And no matter who it is, like, you could take anyone from any part of the world and, like, if you give them enough power, it goes to their head. Yeah, because it's called, like, is their ideology, like, their kind of ideology. They justify it in their own mind. And yeah. so it's, like, and then what happens with the news now, it's, like, everything, like, there's any news, like, outlet, you can literally predict what they're going to say about any event based, like, they like they're on one side it's either i mean the thing is like like fox news yeah that's what i was gonna say because like the thing is like with there's three there's three uh, news channels that they're biased when it comes to political systems like there's three there's two like let's say fox news is republican not cnn republican and univision because it's all spanish and all that stuff is totally the democrat but like the thing is when did they when did anybody talk about the libertarian party Okay, Nobody, also, because like the, let me of, tell sometimes you, sometimes libertarians, dude, libertarians can be crazy too. Sometimes they don't even want people to have a driver's license. Okay, that's the thing. It's like the the libertarian party. There's two. There's a couple of things that they that they're right about it. All right, because like the libertarian party, like they talk about abolish the IRS. I mean, okay, I mean, that like, can't happen. It I mean, that's not gonna happen dude, because nobody's me. going to vote for it. That's not dude, gonna happen at everyone, all. Dude, you and everyone should watch the movie The Big Short. So you yeah. Understand just how much power the banks have. Like, yeah. Understand like the amount of money that the people who own these banks have is insane. Like literally hundreds of billions. And so, like, 
if they have an interest in another product, like let's say they have an interest in oil, like the big oil companies, like yeah, then they're able they like funnel money into news outlets to get them to like perpetuate their own story. And so I mean, the same thing happens with other stuff. I mean, there's like big companies other than oil. There's, there's like the big alcohol and then the big tobacco and there's like the big uh big pharma and all that stuff. Like thing is like. With the big pharma, big tobacco, and big alcohol, and alcohol and all that stuff. Like, yeah, the reason why they're big and all that stuff, because they're legal. But, thing is, like, with alcohol and all that stuff. Like, honestly, I don't know how is that legal. Because, like, it makes you drunk and you're not really good with your motor skills. Yeah. The thing about alcohol is that a long time ago... Alcohol and beer and wine, um, it was safer to drink than water because they couldn't yeah. clean out the water from bacteria and stuff. Yeah. So they would drink, you know, alcohol to when they wanted something to drink, even though it would dehydrate them. But, like, it was safer to drink than water. Because, like, in the Middle Ages, if you drank water, even up until, like, 18... Dude, like, even maybe, like, 1900... Like, yeah, I kind of heard about that. Like, if you drank water, like, you would just get sick and, like... I mean, if you could cook it over a fire, obviously, but in big cities and stuff, like, that's the thing. When you think about history, you have to understand, like, until about, like, 1900 or maybe, like, even Prohibition, like, yeah. dude, people were drunk all the time. Like, yeah, that is all true. The time people were drunk. It's because, like, the thing is, like, um, because, like, back in those days and all that stuff, like, most of the people, like, they didn't understand, like, what natural drugs were not. I mean, like, only 1% understand it. But, I mean, like... It's because, also, at that time, you know, the, the way you got your information, I mean, there was a couple books, maybe, like, the Bible, gone with, you know, a few books like that. Yeah. Newspapers. Nobody even knew that stuff like weed and psychedelics exists. And even, like, you know, nobody... They knew about tobacco. I mean, they they knew about tobacco and alcohol because, like, in those... Like, in the 1800s, like, when there was, like, people that delivered like alcohol spice spices and tobacco and other products but like back in those times and all that stuff like they would ship it into different countries and they go call it into the the new world so thing is like nobody knew nobody not that not that many people knew about marijuana but only the east side of the world that new mar- about well, marijuana yeah. was China. China was the China, first one. Yeah. Like, even in China, there wasn't really a lot of people smoking it. They, I know they found like a pipe from like a thousand years ago that had yeah. THC in it, which is incredible. But like, it wasn't a lot of people doing it. If anything, they weren't smoking the buds. Yeah. It was more like, because I know there's a one uh, writer from like Roman times who would yeah. talk about the Roman warriors. One time they came back from a battle. Yeah. They had like a big, you know, they had like public baths and stuff. Yeah. that's took, I heard about they that. They took marijuana and hemp leaves. They, then like they soaked them in the water and then they would get in. And so it's like they would get a body high from all the stuff so like they would use it more i think as a body high and like dude this podcast is all over the place i mean let me tell you something like 
Let me tell you something. Like, yeah, like back in those times, like in the Asian Romans and stuff. Yeah, there was like a lot of bathhouses and all that. But like, thing is, like when it comes to marijuana and all that, like that shit was that shit. It was grown naturally. Nobody grew it or anything. I mean, let's say in the prehistoric times so that you know when there was dinosaurs and cavemen and all that stuff yeah there was like people like the reason why we gained like as humanity that we, we gained so much with we, we gained so much knowledge and all that stuff is because like like the like in those times like when we were just like monkeys and all that stuff in those times so they would take shrooms and all that stuff so like shrooms so kind of ape theory yeah, so like the stone ape is very yes. You know, it's very interesting. I like it's very cool to think about, but I, there's yeah. just not a whole lot of evidence for it. But it does like it is interesting to think like, you know, a lot of evolution. You know, evolution. Like it's not so much that we came from monkeys and stuff. It's that or apes or whatever. It's that monkeys and apes or apes, like, and humans, we kind of both came from the same thing, like, a long time ago, like, a million years ago, like, yes, um, and so, over time, like, we've, so, like, you know the Neanderthals, there's, dude, I'm gonna sound like such an idiot, but, like, there's some, like, there, I guess, you know, Homo erectus, which, I guess, I don't think that's what we are, we're Homo sapiens, but Homo erectus yeah. was, like, yeah, the one Homo before sapiens. like, there's Neanderthals, like, when human civil civilization first started like very like starting out like a 10,000 years ago about like even before the first big civilizations yeah like, the neanderthals and the homo sapiens met each other and they started like breeding with each other yeah and so that created like modern humans and that's why do like modern humans like we still have like four percent neanderthal dna and stuff and like yeah homo. yeah because like we had that because like that's what are part of the of history, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just say that between science and and religion, it's just like science explains that we all came from, uh, like we all came from like like many years ago, like as monkeys and all that stuff. Like we were born as Neanderthals and came in era like prehistoric and all that stuff. Now, in religion, they talk about Adam and Eve, how the world was procreation of Earth. So, like, people believe in that less than the prehistoric times. Because, like, not many people read that. They They believe in what religion says. Well, it's like... I think, yeah, and I think those stories, like, honestly, I think the people who wrote that stuff, I I don't think that even they believed it. It's more that they were trying to convey to a group of people, they were trying to influence their society, and so at that time, like, putting out a story, like, that was their way to help stop stuff like they saw, like, murder or rape and stuff in the world. But, like, so. that was just, like, to ignore science, but at the time, there was no science, you know? Yeah. At the time, I mean... I mean, the times, like, you know, like, there was science, but, like, different kind. Mean. Different kind of science, because, like, there was, like, herbal science and all that stuff, like... And but, like... The thing, like, yeah. people... 
there's so many different religions, obviously, that we don't even know about, like Druid, Druidism and all that stuff, and shamanism. Like, I mean, people I've, would use herbs as you herbs. know. There's like Hinduism, Taoism, um, well, Hecate. Still... I mean, Hecate is kind of like Satanism, but like a different kind. But like, it's different. But Hecate and Satanism, they're not the same. I mean, yeah, and I'm sure there are hundreds of cults and stuff yeah there's religions. like very there, there's like very different of cults like i mean a manager of mine um has told me that there was like like a long time ago like back in the 80s or 90s i think in the 90s but he told me that there was like a cult called heaven's gate so they believe like like you're in a in a simulation or something something like that but they call themselves heaven's gate and they're all they all kill themselves like they jump out of the they jump out of the roofs or something yeah and they all died about it i'm like so they these people like they join these kinds of cults they want to communicate they want to commit suicide because like they believe what it's like yeah yeah it's crazy like the stuff that people come up with and it's like one thing about the hermetic order of the golden knight coming full circle uh that's one of them alistair crowley you know how he mentions that yeah alistair crowley yeah he says uh one of the things he says is how not specifically that he says but like he left the golden dawn when he was older because it had turned into something different than what it started as yeah it started out as an order for people to practice magic yeah. And it turned into just like, I don't know exactly the specifics, but he just recognized it wasn't the same anymore. And like, it was clicky. And like, that's what Damien Eccles says. Like, yeah. you can have groups of people doing stuff. Yeah. But almost all the time, whenever you have a group of people like this, it yeah. just turns into something different. And it turns into like tribalism in a way. So it like, kind of, t- so it's like selling like your presence is kind of magic, but like you're, you're like with different people, but like it turns out that like this type like of magic, years or like years. It, like it turns out to be negative, well, right? It's like the people themselves, they start saying things like, "Oh, well, we're the only ones like who know." Like, it start become it becomes exclusive. Yeah, like, and so it's kind of the same thing with government in that, like, yeah, you know, like that's the thing. Power, yeah. and then so it's like, well, it becomes exclusive and like. You know, now we're the ones in power. We're going to do all the things we want. And yeah. Like, so it's like, it's funny how Crowley said, like, you know, he left even though he found, I'm, I think he founded the order. If he didn't, he was one of the main members, but like, I think he founded it and like, yeah, he left. And, and so now it's like, when you read more about Damien, he says how like, now when you practice magic and all that it's more about master and student and it's not about having a group of people i mean what i heard about alistair crowley is that he was part of the satan of the satanism movement right i I mean the thing is like yeah like there's part of the story about alistair crowley that he was part of the well i don't believe i don't know if he was part of the satanism uh, satanist like group but i do believe that he was part of the golden path well here's the thing i think well i mean golden dawn sorry yeah here's the thing like if you're obviously if you're a christian at the time it's because one of the practices like yeah i'm not it's, I mean, practices hey, back in those times were different because like well, no, it was i mean same. have you seen this movie like 
I mean, have you seen this show called Castlevania? Yeah, okay, but dude, I mean, uh, Castlevania hundreds was not Castlevania time. That was uh, like I medieval mean, time. I mean, medieval times like fourteen hundreds. Okay, like Golden Dawn. Golden Dawn was in the eighteen hundreds. I mean, like, like back in those times, like it they talk about it's like not the same. No, no, I know no, it's not the same, but like you know? let me tell you something. All right, like back in those times, like when Christianity, Christianity was too extreme and all that okay, stuff. But also, let me like. It's because I think the reason why they called him a Satanist was because yeah. one of the practices, it's called the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. And yeah. When you make a pentagram in the air. So if people yeah. see you making a pentagram, they're going to think you're a Satanist. But yeah, that's how it was in those times. pentagrams have nothing to do with Satanism. That's, that's the thing. Like, I, I know that pentagram... Like, not all pentagrams okay, I have... That, like, Castlevania, dude, that's like a medieval... That's like medieval times before the Renaissance, before the Great Awakening. I mean, like, like but, like, there's like a... Revolution. There's like a subliminal message when it comes to Castlevania. And it's not just, like, all oh, fighting demons and Dracula and all that stuff. No. There's, like, subliminal messages that I learned ever since I watched that anime of Castlevania. Okay, so but also, here's the thing. You're... You, you can't interpret history based on a story like that. It's not the same. I know, it's not so the same, but like, but like, historical but like, I, but there's like similar histories that is combined with okay, that. Okay, but they're trying to push, dude, here's the thing, like, they're obviously in that story, it's Castlevania, it didn't, it's like a Japanese video game. Dude, in yeah, JRPGs, it, it is a, it is a Japanese video game, Japanese it, it, that's video true. Nine times out of ten. If there's one group that is like Catholic Church, they're gonna be the bad guys. It's just a trope. It's not anything like. Obviously, the Catholic Church isn't like they did a lot of bad stuff, but yeah, that, it, it, well, in those times, like in the fourteen hundreds, yeah. yeah, it's just there. It's like a because have you heard about making history more entertaining? Because like, have you heard about like anybody who was like making herbal medicine? Or, like, anything used with strange yeah. weeds and all that stuff. Yeah. They will consider you a as a witch well, or... Seven, yeah. Like, 1600 Salem witch trials. Dude, have you seen Game of Thrones? Well, with Game of Thrones, I... Well, I never watched Game of Thrones. It never caught my attention, you by the way. Watch it then Just, I'll be honest. To get high and watch it. Because... Yeah. It, even if, like, obviously the story is amazing in, you know, the first six seasons. The last two aren't that great, but... Yeah. Like, in the... I've been watching the first two seasons again, and, like, just the way they show medieval society, like... They talk about things like they have this medicine called uh, milk of the poppy. It's a, yeah. you know the poppy flower. It's oh yeah, the poppy. Fo- oh yeah, the poppy plant. Dude. Like when do we, when you yeah. make like opiates, like heroin Dude, and all that shit. Dude, they call it yeah. milk of the poppy in the show. They have like a little jar when people are in pain. Yeah. See, so it's like they they show you how in medieval times, like yeah. people would have names for stuff and they'd have herbal remedies, like witch, like not witch doctors, but um, like uh, in the when the plague happened in Europe, yeah, like the plague doctors with their like noses and stuff, yeah, like dude, like imagine all the medicine back then, and like a lot of that stuff was herbal, yeah, like I, I think I mean Game of Thrones, the time period, it's a fantasy world, but it was maybe like twelve hundreds before like the plague and all that, yeah, because the plague was right before the Renaissance. Like, dude, yeah, you have to watch Game of Thrones when you're high. Well. So, I'll check it out though. Well, use my account. Well, anyway, um, that's it for that's, that's it for it, the night. Let's talk a little longer. Come on, <laughs> come on, a little longer. Bro.
Let's just talk. Come on. Alright, alright, alright. Come on, what's like, up? Yeah, you know. Alright, so, right, so what's up? Let's just talk a little more. I feel like we just talked about a shitload of stuff, but we didn't really like get down to anything. Uh, Are you sleepy? Oh, oh yeah, kind of. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's it for tonight, though. Dude. So, uh, this was episode six. So, like, hopefully you guys like it, and I will release it soon. Thank you guys for listening.